actually so tired that I have almost finished my cup of tea without having started recording this podcast episode. Uh, it's been all week's been alright, it just all got very, very busy over the weekend and I'm absolutely shattered. Um, I'm struggling to rot in the chair, it's that bad, uh, let alone talk for 20 minutes. And I've had a traumatic morning as well, it's all been a bit too much. Welcome to episode 159 of Mr. Bert Pods. Yes, no, it's been... Um, well, the week was quite quiet, I think. I can't really remember what happened in the week because the weekend's just blotted everything else out. Uh, we had the car serviced, according to my diary, on the 18th, which was Tuesday. Uh, and that was about it, really. Uh, this morning I did my yoga with great difficulty. Uh, practically crawled into the front room to do it and then spent about six hours trying to decide uh, which video to do because I didn't want to do any of them. Uh, eventually went to for an old favourite route to rise with Adrian uh, and I got through that alright actually and then that woke me up enough that I thought I will go for a run uh, and my run was alright actually the GPS failed and the map looks like I've run uh, through the walls and out of the other side of various buildings but um, I ran quite st- the GPS failed at the beginning but after that I ran quite steadily uh, which was good um, so I'm pleased with that actually because the timing wasn't too bad and uh, I only got a bit wet I'm, a, I'm very irritated actually because they've had concerts and things going on at Ali Pali for quite some time and they've just they've just put um, a great big green fence not even a fence more like a blooming wall around and you can't get around half the palace so I have to keep diverting. Anyway, it was the sort of dismantling things today, so there was a bit more ways to get through. But um, it's been two weeks of it, and I'm fed up of it. In fact, I went for a walk on Thursday, and uh, I just gave up and sat down next to the green wall because I just couldn't get through anywhere. And I just had loads of people asking me how they could get through. Um, I felt almost like charging them. But anyway, um I mean, charging them for directions, which I couldn't give because I couldn't tell them how to get through because I didn't know how to do it. That's by the by. Um, so, yes, so the run was fine. And then uh, then it got traumatic because the neighbours have left. I can't believe it. They've been here since 2010, next door to us. Uh, there were no children when they first moved in. And now uh, one of the children is going off to secondary school, which is why they're moving. So they're moving far away. um, And they've just been the loveliest of neighbours. And uh, I'm very sad. They're probably going to be listening to this. Uh, I was was going to try and uh, make it funny, but I can't really because I'm actually really going to miss them. (laughs) And that's all there is to it. So in my head, they've gone away for two weeks. And then, because it's the summer holidays, and then after two weeks, they'll have gone away for another two weeks. And then by that time, there'll probably be somebody else moved in. Um, but they're going to be much missed, and they've been really lovely neighbours. And even though we didn't see well, we sort of a fair amount of them, it was just so nice knowing that there's just people there you can rely on. And um, despite their noisy children, which of course, uh, you know, has uh, ruined so many podcasts, uh, the racket their children made. Um, yeah, no, so... Uh, all of you, this is, uh, I am dedicating this podcast to you, as I said I would, and I do hope, if you are listening, uh, 
I do hope you've had a safe journey and uh, all the very, very best for your new lives. And we may see you again one day, who knows? Of course, with WhatsApp and everything, you still stay in touch with people, don't you? Gosh, you can't get rid of them. So um, that was sad. Uh, but then I went off. Partly the reason I've had a difficult week is because my ear's been blocked uh, with earwax, which happens every now and then, and I just get very, very grumpy. And um, I got... I couldn't get to my the nearest place, so I had to go over to Finchley Central, which I thought was miles away, and I planned this major expedition in the car to get there, and then realised it's two stops uh, up the tube line as opposed to down the tube line, and it only took me about 25 minutes to get there, and I was 20 minutes early. So, um, anyway, I can hear now. The tinnitus has just been awful, and... Um, the pressure inside my ear has been horrible and in the scheme of things it's just really is nothing but um i just get very cross and uh, i've been in a very bad mood for the past week so that's that and uh, it's all gone now so i'm happy so it's very 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 emotional morning actually saying goodbye to the neighbors and then having my grumpiness taken away from me because um there's going to be lots of people walking past the children because uh, now it's now summer holidays uh so um I did say to the woman who did my hair, um, I've been really, really grumpy about everybody is, and she said, yes, they are. They sort of have a personality transplant uh, while they have a blocked ear, and then when the ear's clear, uh, they get their personality back again, which I thought was very funny, actually, but actually very true. So uh, I think there's one person around here who's quite relieved. Um, so, uh, yes, that's all good. I just can't quite get used to the fact I can actually hear in my ear now. It's quite a strange uh, feeling. So, um, oh dear. Um, where are we with the news? So, yes, I don't know what happened to the week. It just sort of went. Uh, there was a car service on Tuesday, I may have mentioned. And uh, the car back came back uh, in good nick. Nothing to be done to it, which is very pleasing. And then I worked on Thursday and Friday. So, Friday would have been, uh, obviously, off to the Barbie premiere, but I had to work, so I missed that. And then... Um, Saturday, we sort of vaguely spontaneously, well, it wasn't spontaneous at all, actually, um, we decided to go to Oxford because there's an exhibition called Labyrinth about the Palace of Knossos on Crete at the Ashmolean Museum. Uh, and we also have a friend in uh, Oxford who may or may not be called Sally Bailey, uh, writer and teacher, uh, who makes a podcast called um, A Reading Life, A Writing Life with Sally Bailey writer and teacher um so we drove i don't know why we drove we should have just got the flipping train we drove to somewhere and then we had a break oh the weather was terrible it rained the whole way really heavily um which is quite it's not stressful but i don't like i don't feel comfortable driving on motorways in that sort of weather and then um we stopped to have a pizza in some services and it was the slowest service ever. Uh, and it wasn't even busy. I don't know what was going on. So I was grumpy because of that. And then, um, there, so then, then of course, that we'd set off a bit later than we planned, but not that much later, actually. Then uh, we got to Oxford. All right. We found the park and ride uh, park, car park. That was all all right. But the buses are meant to run every 10 minutes, and I don't know how long we waited for it. Okay. Uh, we were lucky enough to be waiting with a hen party. Um, and then the bus 
eventually came and then crawled its way into Oxford because the traffic's so bad. It just took forever. So we'd got a timed theatre, no, we hadn't, we got a timed exhibition ticket and we were an hour late. But uh, And then I found I had my art pass, uh, I had my old art pass instead of my up-to-date one. So there was a bit of a faff. Uh, but she let us in uh, with a bit of a, she was a bit stern actually. But uh, I pointedly got all my cards out because I've got lots of cards with historic houses and founding museum and uh, art pass and British Museum and historic houses and National Trust and foundling and they all came out onto the counter pointedly. Anyway, she was all right, she let us in. And the exhibition was all right actually. Um, because we've been to Knossos, um, been to, we used to go to Crete every year for a holiday. Uh, I didn't learn an awful lot. But um, so the Palace of Knossos is basically uh, very old, incredibly old. I don't think it a click just how old it is. It's like thousands of years BCE and um, had been there for a long, for centuries as well. I mean, it, possibly more than centuries. Um, not very much is known about it, but it's obviously somehow where the myth of the labyrinth and Theseus and the Minotaur uh, emerged. Uh, it's all complicated, um, but you can sort of see how over time um, these things have obviously uh, been Chinese whispered from person to person, generation to generation. And um, what I was interested in was the fact that Arthur Evans, who was the man that, well, actually the man that didn't discover it as we turned out in the exhibition, as it turned out in the exhibition, because it was a Greek man who uh, discovered it, and then Arthur Evans sort of barged in and took over, and then the Greek man died a year later, and that was all a bit sad, actually, and not really right. But anyway, Evans did quite a lot of restoration as well as discovery of the uh, palace, although in fairness, uh, when there was a lot of uh, one type of find he would um, he would let those go to other countries and museums but um, he kept the majority of the stuff was kept in uh, Crete in Heraklion the, the um, capital museum which we've been to so um, there's a load of stuff about octopuses as well suddenly the well not suddenly but the the ceramics start they're not ceramics, are they? They're clay, painted clay pots and things start to get this, these images of octopuses that over time get more and more stylized. And I'm sure we watched a television program that there is a theory that the there was a tidal wave or a tsunami that um, possibly destroyed the uh, palace or partly destroyed it. And so maybe, because um, they're very strange and it is like one of the labels said, they're sort of eye to eye images of octopuses and not sort of looking down on them as if you were swimming above and around them so maybe something happened with um water uh at some point but i think that's a theory but they didn't mention that at all in the exhibition um so the thing i was interested in fact was that evans uh, did impose himself on it and reconstructed bits of the palace uh, which is a little bit disneyfied um, but there was no criticism of that, and then, and that, which is what I was most interested in. And then I realised that Arthur Evans has actually been one of the founders, or if not the founder of the Ashmolean Museum. So obviously uh, they weren't going to criticise him. So that was all fine. That was very interesting. And then um, I didn't learn a lot, but it was it was interesting going around and seeing all the stuff again. And then, of course, the reason they can put the exhibition on is because Evans has put a lot of 
the finds into the Ashmolean Museum. So uh, they've got a lot, um, quite a treasury of stuff there connected to Knossos. So there was this dreadful, uh, absolutely dreadful conceptual art thing that I lasted about a minute in. I could have done without. So I was a bit grumpy because I couldn't hear. And then we went, we got, we were lucky actually, we got back on a bus quickly and uh, back to the car park. I'd made some cookies last week. Uh, I can't remember whether I put them on Instagram or not. Um, so just coincidentally, because I just fancied a cookie, so I made a load of cookies. And um, I was very impressed with them. So we got the cookies from the car and then we went over to Sally's boat because she lives on a houseboat, as those of you who listen to the podcast will know. And she was very happy to see us. And um, it's just beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, the only downside is the toilet, uh, Lou. Uh, but uh, you're, you're quite um, with nature uh, as far as that's concerned. But the houseboat's absolutely lovely and I would happily live on one. And you're just immersed in nature. You're in the water. There's just trees all around you. And um, uh, yeah, and wildlife, and it's just absolutely beautiful, really lovely. So I can completely understand why she lives there and why it's so important to her. Um, anyway, she didn't seem very keen on having a cookie, and then suddenly I looked into the tin, and half of them were gone. Just saying. Uh, she did this sneaky thing of just picking a cookie, breaking a little bit off, and then breaking another little bit off, and then another little bit off, and then half the cookies are gone. Uh, she plenty, she um, replenished us, I needed replenishing at that point, with uh, tea with honey in, which is actually very nice. I never had before. I don't normally have sweet tea. And we had a very lovely time, so it was very nice seeing Sally. And um, I think she ranted about something. She normally has a rant. And um, we set off. Well, the time just flew by, and uh, by the time we set off, it was really late, and we hadn't eaten, so we ended up eating uh, Tesco sandwiches in the car park, charging the car, and we got home half past 11, I think. Um, so I blame Sally for that, and so it's all her fault. So the reason I'm that tired, actually, is because of Sally. Um, yeah, the only shocker, apart from the toilet, was the end made bed, uh, I have to say. So... Um, then Saturday, no, so during the day on Sunday, I had um, I had texts from another friend saying, another big fan of the podcast, saying, um, would you like to come over? For, well, they've got kittens, basically. Um, the long story is they took their cat to the vet to be done. A very young cat, less than a year. The cat escaped on the way to the vet. After a very uh, difficult day, uh, the cat was found and returned home. Uh, so it never got done. And then I can't remember how long it was after that. Um, the cat gave birth to two kittens in the middle of the kitchen, to everyone's surprise. So this is the first time we've seen the kittens uh, who have homes, because I think otherwise we'd have come home with one of them. Uh, and they've got a gorgeous dog as well and the relationship between the kittens and the dog and the mother cat is uh, keeps you entertained for hours actually it was more interesting than the people and um, anyway spontaneously they said you want to come around for lunch rather than a cup of tea or whatever it was we were doing originally so we got a lovely Sunday lunch um, which was really nice because we haven't seen them for a long time 
and um, the mixture of uh, old friends, uh, lovely cats, dogs and kittens made for a, a very, very pleasant afternoon, it had to be said. So um, we left early actually, which is good. Uh, and then I don't know what happened in the evening, the evening just seemed to go. Uh, we watched some TV, so we watched Annika, which I went on about last week. Uh, second episode of that, which is very good, on BBC iPlayer. And uh, I was too tired to watch Mr Queen, I couldn't cope with subtitles. And then uh, someone went off to do their ironing, uh, and I went to bed. I think that was it. I'm absolutely shattered, I'm really tired. So uh, there's lots of screaming going on outside. There's a woman just screaming at her children. She's been screaming at them for quite some time, and I'm trying to ignore her. But uh, I'm failing. I'm starting to crack. So yes, and and then and then it was so all that with. Uh, oh, I don't know what she's doing. Absolutely no control whatsoever over those children. Oh, we, yes, I forgot to mention we did uh, come on the Oxford uh, Park and Ride bus with Alice. Alice was about three. I think, and uh, her parents uh, decided to sit Alice in the seat, except they didn't decide to sit her in the seat. They decided to ask Alice if she wanted to sit in that seat, at which point she burst into tears and said, you know, she didn't want to sit in that seat very loudly. And this went on for quite a number of seats. Uh, and I just thought, just tell her where she's sitting and sit her down. It was so annoying. And I just thought, I just don't understand. I do not understand why parents let their children run rings around them. I mean, I know children don't have much choice in life. Of course, they don't. They're children. But there are times on buses when you just need to sit down and stop disturbing the rest of the passengers with a screaming child. Um, it doesn't matter what someone's doing there. Oh, she's got a football. What is she doing? Ugh. Anyway. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Alice was an absolute joy. And we'll miss her. Uh, then, um, uh, what else went on? I forgot to mention that last week the National Treasure and National Treasure's mum were doing a joint listen. Uh, and I had in my head them sitting in front of one of those sort of 1930s radios with a sort of Art Deco patterned front, uh, twiddling knobs, um, and listening with a cup of tea on their lamp. Or it was more likely actually they were drinking beer and listening. But, um, I forgot to put that in last week. It was it was an image that quite amused me, uh, but I think they're um, back in their separate lives now. Work's going all right. Work's work. Um, that front of house manager is so excited about me working front of house for the next show that I don't think they're sleeping. I don't. I think they're just counting the days and nights till I start. Uh, the excitement is so much. It's gonna. I'm gonna hate it. Actually, I'm gonna absolutely hate working with the public. But it's only for six weeks. Um, what else? So I haven't seen Barbie yet. I might go actually this week. And I'm quite excited about Barbie. And I also want to see Oppenheimer. And uh, I am... So I'm reading the book, um, Shrine's Gaiety, which is just absolutely marvellous, as I knew it would be. I'm about two-thirds of the way through. Uh, set in 1926 in the nightclubs of Soho. Um I do, I did struggle a bit with Kate, Kate Atkinson, she tends to, not always, but she tends to have sort of disparate uh, plot lines going on that all eventually tie up. And I must say in her second Jackson Brody, which is a detective series, series I, it was, I just, I really enjoyed it, but it felt a bit contrived. 
and I did struggle a little bit with that book. But in Shrines of Gaiety, she, the tapestry, the weaving in of the stories and the characters is just brilliantly done. And nothing has felt contrived whatsoever. Um, and partly because you're in this sort of hothouse, claustrophobic world of Soho, which is basically a very tiny area. Uh, and then also inside the clubs themselves, which are in, obviously in themselves are small, dark and underground. Um, it's absolutely fascinating. Really, really interesting book. And the characters and the plot and the whole world she creates, uh, are you just it's one of those books you just can't, I can't put down, but I honestly think uh, I'd be very surprised that many people will put them down, it down once they start reading it. So that's all lovely. I'm still listening to the Miss Marple stories, which um, I'm enjoying. And um, podcast-wise, I'm listening to Witch, actually, which is a BBC series, which I got... Uh, I dipped in and out of it on the radio because it was on late at night, but I started listening to the podcast and it's absolutely fascinating. The first two episodes are sort of about um, young women today who would call themselves witches and their relationship to uh, themselves and nature around them. The third episode goes into the witch trials um, which are astonishingly horrific. I mean, more horrific than I had any idea. Um, and has absolutely changed the course of history. Uh, and we're still feeling the effects of it today. Um, it's a very, very, very interesting series. Um, and I highly recommend that. Um, even if you're not too interested in the first two episodes, definitely stick with it to the third episode. I'm exhausted, actually. I'm actually worn myself out rocking. Um, and I've given up on my tea. It's gone cold now. So um, that's all the news. I think it's probably other things to say, but I can't remember what any of them are. Um, I'm going to have a lie down. Thank you for listening.